Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you up against the hard times? Well, today I'm going to talk about an approach to facing this with a little bit of a different perspective and also some practical ways you can move through it because I've been there fairly recently too. So thank you for showing up today. And by being here, you are improving yourself. And if you stay until the end, I'm gonna share a pretty cool point with you then as well. So we all face challenges. And when I was younger, I used to think, well, let, let's focus on the word challenge. Sometimes we say problem, sometimes we say challenge. When you start using the word challenge more, it changes the feeling behind it. A challenge is something you want to rise to and face, right? How good does it feel when you face a challenge? But if you keep saying, I've got problems, 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 probably doesn't feel so good. Now, I used to call them problems all the time. And I used to think, one day, I'm just going to have no problems when I've made it. Uh -uh. How ignorant was I to life? And I remember Tony Robbins saying, problems are a gift of life. And he also said something else about problems. <laughs> They And he said that because they help us to grow. Now, you may be sitting there thinking, well, I've been through some horrendous stuff, or I know someone who's gone through the worst of times. And yet there are examples of people in history who have had it, everything against them. I can think of public speakers who have been burned, uh, been run over, been abused, or not just public speakers, but all these people, and they've had the worst times against them, and they've risen. Now, I'm not saying that it's gonna be easy, whatever you've gone through, if it's been a hard time. No, we need to feel that as human beings, and I've been through some pretty hard times, so we should never compare ours to others. Yet it's the way we look at things and how we move forward. And some people are so attached to that victim of like, oh, this, this, and this has happened to me, so I can't move forward. And yes, whilst there's a time to kind of feel bad, grieve, when I say grieve, I don't mean necessarily mourning the loss of someone, but I mean, something set you back, maybe it's a job loss, maybe it's a relationship breakup, those can be grieving as well. We need times to feel those things, but when we're stuck in it for like our entire life or months or years on end, is it doing us any favors? Now you probably know the answer to that. It's no, of course not. Now I can think of some times, right? Breakups, redundancy, rejection from 10 jobs, making horrendous errors in sport in football now that may not sound that bad but when you're a teenager and it's your you live and breathe it and you absolutely and you love there and you make a mistake and you look stupid it is quite a bad thing and <laughs> for you at the time and again this is not about necessarily we competing us between us to find the worst cases we're i'm just trying to give you a perspective i've been through some very tough times and haven't we all now, I'm gonna go through some steps in a minute. I just, I don't want you to just take my word on it though, saying that I've gone through a tough time. I'm sure you have. Think of some of the greatest people out there. There's people like Nelson Mandela, as an example, sent to prison for years, yet he came out loving and forgiving. Wow. That is an example for all human beings. Viktor Frankl was put in prison in some of the most horrendous, horrendous circumstances. 
and he wrote a book called A Man's Search for Meaning. Definitely recommend you read it. And he showed, in fact, I want to read it again, having said that. He showed that the way he focused on the meaning of the pain he was going through was the way he could see those problems were really gifts, that he could teach other people, that if he could get through that, other people could get through other tough times too. And again, it's not about not feeling negative and trying to feel positive all the time. That's just not going to happen. That's, in fact, pushing down negative feelings all the time is going to make them worse. We're talking about changing your perspective. Seeing the problem as a challenge and seeing it as an opportunity for growth. Go through the time, but see it for growth. And I can think of how it's made me. Like, I was rejected by so many jobs. It made me very confident because I had to step up to the challenge to be able to present myself in a way, which became led me to creating videos, doing Toastmasters, doing more public speaking, doing a podcast that has done hugely well. And thank you very much for listening today, by the way, once again. And I've also had things like it just not working out with girls. And I felt awful. I felt really bad at the time. I felt like, oh, who wants to be with me? Honestly, this is how I felt like, oh, I'm not the kind of guy girls go for. And it just made me feel worse. Yet it allowed me later to meet a better quality girl. And it allowed me to really build a strong relationship with myself through those challenges. Being redundant from work is something I've had. It allows me to really look at actually what I can be grateful for, be more resourceful, and actually really hone in on what I want in life. So when you look at problems in those ways and see them as challenges and opportunities for growth, then it can really change the way you're seeing things. Now, again, I'm not saying keep it to yourself. I'm not saying bottle it away. I'm just saying after a while, there comes a point where we need to look at these as challenges and then start using it as growth through life because when you grow, you feel alive. And I was reading, uh, rereading Think and Grow Rich, which is my, one of my favorite books of all time, if not my favorite book of all time. And so many of people in the book became so successful. And it's not because they went on a smooth line path and like no problems came up. It's because they went up and down, up and down, up and down. They created really strong plans and then their plans got destroyed and they had to make a new plan. They were so persistent and that's one of the principles in the book. I won't go too much more into the book. I suggest you read it for yourself and I certainly won't tell you what the secret is. Although you may know already if you've read it a few times or even a couple of times. Tony Robbins talks about our biggest problem is that we think we shouldn't have any. And then he added on problems are a gift of life. And I thought, wow, that's so true. So true. I used to think I shouldn't have any problems and there'll be a stage when I don't. No, it shows I'm alive. It shows I'm growing. Now, ask yourself this. If you keep seeing problems as a curse, as your life going worse, as it's always happening to you, is that doing you any favours? Is that allowing you to feel alive? Is that allowing you to feel any growth? Yes, experience them, talk them through with people, absolutely great ways to move forward. Yet, when you get so caught up on this victim mentality of, oh, this happens to me, this happens to me, this happens to me, it doesn't do you any favours. So I'm gonna go through some ways now, way, how you can look at challenges. 
how you can approach it. And these are in no order, these are just some uh, different ideas. Silence. If you can sit in silence, no phone, no music around you, just you and silence, even for five minutes, and you ask yourself a question at the start, what and it make sure it's a good question obviously like what am i going to do to work through this not why has this happened to me and you can sit inside in silence with yourself you're going to tap into a more intuitive side of you than the busy analytical mind going blah, 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 being tuned by social media left right and center just try it five ten minutes sit in silence ask yourself a question and see what it comes up with next one change your state Right, you might be saying, well, I don't want to change my state. Well, you can't change your state unless you change your state. It sounds really obvious. How do you do that? You smile, you jump up and down, even if you don't feel like it. I remember being miserable, like, and I was reading about this stuff uh, when I was in, I was about 28, I think. Uh, so three years ago now. Um, and I was, like, miserable. And then I, like, was, I made myself smile because I heard changing your physiology can make you feel better. I tried to smile and I started laughing. I completely interrupted my own pattern and I changed how I feel. And I was able to think a little bit more resourcefully, a tiny bit, because I, I was laughing. So if you can go out, you can exercise, you can work out, that's gonna change your state as well. The next one I've got is ask someone you respect. Ask someone you respect, not, or who's, who's got a good solution. Don't go to people who just make the problems worse. Now you probably know who this is, who they are. If you're like struggling, for example, with money and you go to someone who's not very good with money, you're gonna feel worse. <laughs> but we don't think about it, we just go and ask people sometimes. Now it's good to open up, obviously, it's better than keeping it bottled up. There's certain close people to me, I know that if I go to them, they're going to just, usually people like to shove on their own model of the world, the way they see things onto you. Which, you know, it's perfectly normal for people to do that. Yet when we get to the wrong people, we may take in bad information. So make sure you are someone you respect who's perhaps further along in the path than you. And then my fourth point is brain dump. Get things down on paper. Just write down all the things that are going around in your mind and that will help ease the process. And actually then you're able to ask better quality questions. Make sure when you brain dump it, you start asking yourself empowering questions like, what am I gonna to do to move forward? What's great about this situation, even if you struggle? What could be great about this situation to move me forward? So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna to do to smash through your challenges? And before I end, I wanna give you that, that special point as well. And this is called the mental boardroom. And this is a concept I actually learned from that book. And the idea is you Sit in silence, again, you can sit in silence, but you're pretending, pretending you've got some of the most wise, amazing people in, the, in your presence, whether they're alive or dead right now. And then you're gonna ask the question and then think about what they're gonna say. Don't think too hard, but just intuitively pick up because I won't go too much into the spiritual uh, and sci metaphysical science of it, but we're all kind of, we all live in this metaphysical world where actually what we see is very, is a very low percentage to actually the way we think about things and the energy we transfer, which you can't see. 
And when you start asking questions in this way, you'll start, you'll be surprised at the kind of answers you get back. So example, you're talking to maybe Master Yoda from Star Wars. Say, Master Yoda, what do you think I should do? And then write down what you're getting back. Don't think it too much, just do it, try it. So thank you for listening today and working on you and therefore impacting on other people's lives as well. If you've enjoyed today, I'd hugely appreciate a rating and review on iTunes so we can reach more people together. Thank you if you've done so already. I appreciate you and remember, work on your self-confidence every single day.